Yeah, sorry, I was just trying to get see if we could get it in before the United game. That's why I was pushing yeah. a little bit. No, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like, my camera doesn't seem to be working on my laptop. Oh. Really annoying. No, it says, it says video recording error as well. So, I'll cancel, because it's probably best for me anyway not to have too much video. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I'll my... just make sure mine is off. Sure. So, the big game... Well, actually, not a big game for you guys, is it, really? I mean, it's just going to give you a chance to reestablish yourself after... That traumatic event of the weekend. In that sense, it's 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 that makes it a big game, doesn't it? Because it's yeah, like, it, it does, do but, it, but it's not. But it's not as important as, say, for example, if it's been the league or it's been the the main European Cup. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm. uh, it's gonna be interesting. I don't know what teams he putting out. That's true. I mean, lineups will be out in like 15 minutes anyway, so we can see it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's in one sense, it's it's you could sort of if you could you could argue that losing seven nil is uh keeps the guys focused because all of a sudden they realize that they're not as good as they thought they were, so that mm. could be giving them a kick up the backside, which sometimes players need because yeah, uh, yeah. I looked at I saw the game, I saw a part of the game anyway. And what was surprised me about the game was how, you know, when we spoke last week, we talked about how the Liverpool midfield was getting old and was struggling. Yeah. And and I was talking about the guy I quite like, uh, Harvey. Uh, yeah. You know, and all of a sudden, they played with vigour. They were aggressive in midfield, you know, and uh, they played so much better than they've, I think they played in a long time. But it's a Liverpool United game, so what can you expect? It's like a, it's a derby game, so in one sense, you you can't really count that as as an outliner for how the rest of the season is going to go for both teams. It's because you're always going to be playing harder against each other. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think there were two things to it. One, I'm not criticizing, and I have been a fan of tactics, but one, I think Ten Hag's tactics were a bit off for the game. Um, I watched mm-hmm. something because Carragher did some analysis on Monday night before Monday night on Monday yeah. night football, and I was watching it. Okay. And what Ten Hag seemed to do was he seemed to go man for man in the middle, mark Liverpool's midfield three. Which, fair enough, you understand that. But then, Klopp countered by having Gakpo drop back, a little drop mm. a little deeper. So while the midfield three was engaged and. Salah and Nunes were occupying a defence. Gagpo was kind of dropping into that half space between midfield and attack where no one was, was really present. He and was outstanding, meant, wasn't he? He was, unfortunately. Yeah, he was. And it just meant he could turn around and suddenly he was in loads of space they could create from there. Yeah. And Yeah, I also think... I mean, I remember watching the game and when they scored the goal, half-time came out. I went to Shah. And in Shah, I was like, you know what? We need to make a yeah. use. I think bringing Sabita for Fred, bringing so cooler, you know, Sabita is not that. You can put him a bit deeper, be that cool head, cool mind, and just control the game a bit. Try and get some midfield control of the game. Um, mm. or maybe Wan Bissaka for Dalo as well, because Dalo did not look up to it 
he didn't really look ready. And mm. I just felt maybe push the one that really got to me was push Rashford out left and put Wego yeah. in front, Bruno in middle. Because we've spoken so many uh, well, maybe not us, but so many people have spoken about Trent Alexander Arnold's defending this year. And I was a bit surprised that Ten Hag didn't want to just try Rashford on the left side to just Against run him, out. Yeah. Yeah, just to spook him a little bit, even if it's just first 15 minutes before you move him centrally, just to put yeah. that fear of God in him a little bit. Because that prevents, that kind of has a ripple effect across the back line. Where Absolutely. If one of them gets exposed, they suddenly have it that they need to stay further back. They need to be more focused on covering up. And the plus side is, if you've got Rashford taking on him and beating him, you have then you're either forcing someone out of the midfield to come double up, or you're forcing yep. Salah to drop a bit deeper. Which I would much rather have Salah dropping deeper to defend in his own half than staying on the last man. So mm. it's it's not full blown criticism, but it's just points that as I was watching, I believe we could have made those changes. Yeah, um, but. It happens. Like now, like yep, exactly. People are like, "Oh, we're not going to win the league this year." After that, and to be honest, I never thought we had it. I think Arsenal the last few weeks have shown they've got that it. the The win over Bournemouth this weekend, actually, that last minute three two, that yeah. kind of reminded me a little bit of like Kiko Makeda versus Villa in two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight. Where he came out, had a nice spin, scored that leg goal against Villa, and it was an instrumental win on the way to the title. I think this was something yeah. similar. He came on, he assisted the equaliser, and then he got the winner. And I think Arsenal, they keep pulling these results out of the bag. Um, I want to see how they, because I think they've still got games against City, away at City, away at Newcastle, and I think one more at. Liverpool or Chelsea so I think I want to see how they're doing two of those games because right now I mm. feel like they are going to win it and City is going to come a close second but I just I don't think United's there yet what do you think? No I, I tend to agree with you I think sadly I think Chelsea I think that uh, the way things are going I think that Liverpool will probably come third I think that that will galvanise them, I think, to try and put some good performances. I think that the way... I do. I... Yeah, yeah. I, I think that will galvanise them. Um, I also think that what's going on with that is that, sadly, as a Tottenham fan, I think you're quite right. I think there's a very good chance that they've got a certain steeliness now about them. There's no doubt about that. Mm. And I think that... Uh, I think... The self-doubt that may have come from losing to to Man City, I think they they I think they've gone through that. So I think you're right. I think that Arsenal are probably going to win it. I've got a very good chance of winning it. I hate to say it. I think Man City, who amazingly, for some bizarre reason, aren't able. To me, they're the they're the best. They've got the best squad, best manager, and they've got the most dominant striker. But I think part of the problem that Man City are going through, which I think is that they've always needed a spear, a spearhead striker, which they've now got. 
but I still don't think they really know how to use it as well as they should. And I think that there's come like a certain over reliance on that. So I think they've they've got to get strike the balance between the way they played in the past, whereby they didn't play with a centre forward, and also having a plan A and a plan B where they can play with the centre forward. And I think that they're they're adjusting. They're not really adjusting very well to it currently, which is my thinking. Because I still think they're the best. I still think Man City are the best are the best team in the league. I just think they're struggling with what's going on, and I so. I think that's, yeah, I think Arsenal are just too good. I really do think that. Hmm. Yeah. It's, and, I think, um... and I think Newcastle is going to fade away, by the way. Newcastle will start to fade away. I think what happened with... Haven't yeah, they? yeah, they'll fade away. They're, they're going to fade away. I, I think that, uh, which to be honest for them, is actually the right way for them to be. Mm. To me, in my head, Newcastle this year would like should be coming fifth or sixth, which means next year, that will, they will then get players who want to come and play for them to get them into the Europa League. Yeah. And then they can then use that as a stepping stone to get to the next level. I think they're playing, in my opinion, they're growing the club the right way. They've not overspent. They're spending slowly. They've got some good players. And I think they should be looking to sort of be the dominant team in two or three years' time. And this is the right way of doing it. I really do think so. So... My my concern is for Tottenham. Really, I think Conte's already talking like he wants to leave. You know the way the whole things are going. Uh, you could say that Conte's overstayed his welcome, which is a bit of a shame. But yeah. uh, I'm seeing some news that players want Pochettino back, and um, I, I want him back. I didn't want him to go. I want him back. I mean, is he? Is he going to come back? Then there's also... I doubt did, it. Did you see Richarlison's interview yesterday? No. What did he say? Basically, he's criticised Conte for not playing him enough. I agree with that. Let me find the exact words. Let me find the exact words. Uh, where is it? Yeah, so he's basically... Oh, yes. There we go. He's come out and said, I should have played. I was playing well. We won against Chelsea and West Ham and suddenly I was on the bench. Played five minutes against Wolves, asked the reason and no one told me why. Yesterday, they asked me to take a fitness test in the gym and told me I was going to start today if I passed it. And today I was on the bench. There are things I can't understand. There was no explanation again. Let's see what he, Conte, will tell us tomorrow. But I'm not silly. I'm a professional who works hard every day and I want to play. And you know what? I feel like, yeah, I feel I'm not surprised by this because you drew against Milan. You lost 4 0 to Leicester. But you know, one thing I'm kind of seeing with some of your recent up and down results. When you mm. beat City 1-0, and who did you beat the other week? When you lost Chelsea, no, wait, you beat Chelsea 2-0? No, we beat Chelsea. We beat Chelsea, yeah. Yeah, when you beat Chelsea, when you lost Leicester. The one thing I'm noticing yeah, is Stellini is the one who's been in charge when you won against City and Spurs. Uh, sorry, and Chelsea. Mm. And Conte is the one in charge yep. when you lost the other games. 
So it's almost like the players seem to be responding better to Stellini than they are to Conte. <laughs> and that is not... Yep. It's a very worrying... And the way Conte keeps speaking as well with the whole, uh, my contract is up, we'll see what happens at the end of the season. I feel like it's he's not gonna he's not helping himself. I think he he has now gone to the level where he's not gonna get any top clubs coming after him anymore. I don't see it happening. I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, Conte is somebody. I mean, I agree with you with everything you said. Right now, Conte is basically. You said when we when Conte first became manager a while back. Remember, you said that. He, he works his players hard. He gets something out of them for the first year, two years, and then by the third or fourth year, they've had enough of him. He can't maintain it. He basically he's a, he's a three-year manager, and to be honest, that his his time's up. And I think mentally, because you get to a point in your life as a you, you've done everything as a player, done everything as a coach. I think with people like Conte, they get bored. You know, they want to, They they've got to step away. They've they've got a new they've got to find somebody else to go and rescue. Conte's a rescuer of a club. That's that's mm. his modus operandi. He's not a long term manager. He's he's basically you've had a problem. Uh, saying things haven't gone well. You basically you he comes in and fights a fire for you. He he's basically you know he saves the day. Yeah. He's he's a Sir Galahad kind of manager. That's that's what his style is. And then once he's got that. And he's got to try and win things continuously. It's like, yeah, I'm not sure this is really for me. And he starts talking the way he's talking right now. Like, oh, my contract's up. I'm not sure about it. Bang. And that's it. He's he's no longer interested. Because if you think for people like Conte, they've made so much money. Where's the hunger? They don't have Mm. the hunger to try and really want to get through and and everything else. Now, don't get me wrong, there's a professionalism for people like Conte, but I yeah. think there's a, they lack the hunger. And therefore, he's already out. He's out the door. I think you spot on everything you just said. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for me, I would like to, I mean, I'd like to see Poch back. I mean, that's maybe, some people say you should never go back. There may be a truth in that. But I think Poch was the right manager for us. He's the right manager for our temperament of where we are as a club. Um, with a, with a, it's it saddens me again to say we're not at the top at the very top of the of the structure of football, and there's no reason why we couldn't be or shouldn't be. But right now we don't have the finances for it. Joe Solomon is never going to spend the money yeah. to do so, and we've got we've we've instead we've got a whole philosophy that says. We're a well-run club. We make money, and you know, and we plan to be here for the long term. You know, we will not be embarrassed by anything that's going to happen, and that's who we are. You know, you don't find you will find very few Tottenham supporters. I mean, true Tottenham supporters who slag off Daniel Levy. Very, very few because mm. they know what he does. You know, and that's we don't have the issues like what you've got at United, where you want Glaziers out, this, that, and the other. We're not like we're not that as a club. We may say, "Oh, come on, Daniel, spend a bit more money. Let's get, let's do a bit more." But we also understand, you know, it's 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 the nature of Tottenham fans, the reality of it, you know, and uh, it's just one of those things, you know. So, yeah, it it it's 
I'm a realistic Tottenham fan. That's what most Tottenham fans are. We're, we're realists. Yeah. You know, we've got a, we've had that view about the way we play. But whereas I think the United fans, you have an expectations to be winning everything. And therefore, your expectations because of that are significantly higher. And when you don't reach those goals, it's crash and burn for a lot of Man United fans. You know, it's... Um, it's like being an LA Lakers fan. You know, you expect them to be winning and dominating everything, and when they're not, you're screaming and complaining about it. Yeah. And I'm I'm quite impressed by you today, to be honest, because I thought you'd be more flaming regarding the seven 0 thrashing that you got over the weekend. I was gonna send I was gonna send you a, a text or WhatsApp, but I thought, nah, let me leave you alone. Let me not rub it in. Because I thought nah, it's not it's not necessary. It's, I mean, I'm not going to say, like, I'm not disappointed, but I do, like, it is expected that there'll be blips in the road. And absolutely, to be honest, like, the way the team kept playing, you could kind of see the signs creeping in, especially Mm. the West Ham game midweek before in the FA Cup, where West Ham probably could have gone 3-0 up before we scored. I mean... Yeah, I was happy we won, but at that point, I was kind of looking at it and saying, I was thinking, we're going to lose very soon. And Mm. I think it would be better for us because it would take some of the pressure off. Because it's almost like with every win, everyone's expecting us to go for all three trophies. And I'm thinking, I don't think we realistically can. I don't think the squad is deep enough. I don't think Ten Hag trusts enough players in the squad. I don't think the squad is mm. good enough to do that. And so, I, I it was all it was coming, and because defense had yeah. been giving away chances loads the last few weeks, so it was yeah not entirely surprising how we conceded. Um, and of course we missed chances in that game as well. So again, it was for me it was just like. It tells us where we are. We are progressing, but we are still not there. Yep. Like we still absolutely. Need, we still need to fill in several positions. Still need extra midfielders, and we definitely still need a striker because it's it's quite obvious now. Which actually, what do you think? I'm, I've been seeing some rumors that Kane is on our list. What are you thinking of that? Well, no, he's on your list because that's paper talk. I mean, is. I don't think Kane in his right mind would go to go and play for United. I think if it, I mean, uh, it's talking about going to Germany. Um, you know, I think if I, it's very difficult to know what Kane wants to do because if if you, from a football perspective, you want to go if you want to go and win medal, if you're guaranteed winning medals, go and play in Germany, go and play for the big boy mm. over there. But uh, and if I mean, if you think. I know he wanted to go to Man City. That was Finn was quite keen. Mm. But I'm not too sure it's guaranteed. If he's going to leave Tottenham, he wants to go to him, he's going to win medals. And there's no guarantee he's going to win medals at United. Sure. No guarantee sure. at all. But it's still, I mean, it, it's a case of where, which place is going to take him. Because he's 29, 30 now? Um, 29, yeah. 29, yeah. I don't, really see a real like taking him um germany mate germany, germany. There's, a, there's a little team over there 
Yeah, but Bayern... There's a little team there called Bayern. Yeah, but see, like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but have you seen what Triple Moting is actually doing at Bayern? He's actually playing really well. Like, (laughs) he's scoring goals, he's fitting into the team. It does what they want from him. I can't believe I'm saying it, but, like, I don't know if they will spend big money to try and get Harry Kane because we know Daniel Levy isn't going to let him leave on cheap. So no, it, that's fair. Like, but, I don't, but you, you, but you think from a perspective of, of of who he is, he's a Tottenham fan, Tottenham player, yeah. and people are saying if he's going to go somewhere, you want to go for medals. You don't just want to go for more money. I mean, you're making enough money, right? You want to go to win something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and the only place you could probably more guarantee it, if you went to Man City, you can guarantee you're going to win something. It might not be what you want, but you're going to win something. I don't right. think United are going to are the team. I, mean, I could be completely wrong here, but there's no guarantee United are going to do anything over the next two or three years. Right, no but guarantee see, at all. If true, there's no guarantee, but you can still you can see signs of a project, right? And yeah, but he's 29. He what? Why would he want to go and join a project? I mean, Tottenham might get Pochettino back, and you know, and therefore something else might happen with Spurs. Yeah, but- yeah. The risk of going to United is 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 what risk? I mean, if Tottenham weren't in, okay, if Tottenham don't qualify for Europe, I mean, I'm talking about the big European game, mm. not Europa League. Yeah, if Tottenham don't qualify to top four, then you can sort of say, okay, Harry wants to go and play. Somebody's going to play Champions League football. But and there's a good chance that United will offer that. But so what? I don't, I think at his level, where he is right now, I think it's there's it's about medals. Yeah, it really is. And he ain't going to go play for Arsenal. No, I mean, Arsenal. <laughs> um, yeah, no chance. You know, they actually the United squad is out. Um, I'm not entirely surprised. I thought he would go one what or two ways. He would either make wholesale changes or he would yeah. do something a bit more Fergie-like and go with the exact same team. Same and I'm thing. guessing yeah. the message is probably go out and prove that was an aberration. Go out and prove it was a blame. Absolutely. So, there you go. Which was he gone for? Exact same team. Yeah, there you go. I like Ting Hag. Ting Hag's the right, he's the right manager. You can see what he's doing. Yeah. He's basically saying, "I trust you guys." That was an aberration. Go and prove me. Go and prove that. Go and prove all the doubt is wrong. I believe in you. Go and prove them wrong. Yeah, I, I mean that it. should be a great game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I you can't. Like it. No, it's good to me. It's good management. Good management. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, you know, that's the way you want it. And it, and it, if you compare that to the comment you made with regard to Richardson, players know where they are. Yeah, there's no chance that's happening at United. Yeah, players know where they are. So I'm, I'm, I think it's pretty good. I yeah. like what's going on. I was simply going to say that, uh, I mean, given what's going on, what do you think about the Chelsea result? I, I tried to refer that. What do you think? How do you think? Do you think that's going to save Potter? Is the Chelsea? Um, I think. <sighs> I don't know, to be honest. I don't... Um, maybe? To be honest, that was a rigged result, man. Let's be honest. That 
the whole penalty <laughs> penal needs to change. Like, how is it if opposition players encroach? So the way it works is if um, opposition players encroach and you score, it's a goal. Mm. You don't score, penalty gets retaken. If your players yeah. encroach, it's an indirect, it's a free kick to the other team. But and that's if you score or something. And if you don't score, it gets retaken. And then if both teams encroach, it gets retaken no matter what. It doesn't make sense because Chelsea guys were yeah. so far ahead of Dortmund guys. Like, it shouldn't matter. I feel like that's one of those things where you look at it and it's like, right, cancel out, cancel out. Penalty is done. We move on. Like, mm. uh, it's weird. I don't, I don't get it at all, man. Well, I I, I I get it from one perspective is that the concept of a penalty is to is because a, some a team has been denied a chance to score a goal. Yeah. Okay, as such, you want to give the you the, and the penalty is basically establishing the attacking team with a positive advantage, mm. and therefore you, what you're simply saying is I want to maintain that positive advantage all the way through the process of taking the kick. You know, so it's that it's that moment, that entity of the moment, the entirety of the moment, is that you know that the attacking team should maintain the it should have the benefit of the doubt because of they were denied a scoring opportunity. So I can understand it. You know, there, there is a there is a rational argument, there's a rational a rationality to it. But yeah, yeah I, sometimes you think, what's going on? <laughs> what is going on? And what they should probably do is book them. If you if you encroach, you get booked. There may be another way around it, but I, but um, yeah, it, it was an interesting one. From my perspective, I think that Chelsea Potter is going to get that's going to save him a bit longer. That I think that will definitely save him to to the end of the mm. season, irrespective of what happens in the next round. I think yeah. that because also at this stage that who can they go and get? If you sack the manager at this juncture, who are you going to get? Nobody. Sure, but you know what? Okay, so... I think it, it is what it is. I think we just have to wait and see. And yeah, it sounds bad, but maybe hope a little bit for Chelsea's downfall. Sounds bad. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if Arsenal's in come up, someone's got to go down, and it can't be my team. I I don't want it to be my team. So, well, I think yeah, Chelsea are definitely going. Uh, will not be qualifying. That is for sure. Next year, and sadly, I don't think Tottenham will be qualifying either. Um, I think if somehow Newcastle do manage to scrape in, I I think it's a, probably a step too quickly for them. But hey ho, they've got the the money to go and buy the players to try and to get to the next stage. But I think they'll put unnecessary pressure on the manager, which I think he's not under pressure right now. And I think, yeah. you know, they, I don't think they've got the squad, definitely haven't got the squad for it to get into the Champions League. So uh, I think, nah, how would struggle? So I think if they, they really, they want to they come fifth, that'd be ideal for them. Mm. So who do you so let's take it a different direction. So who do you think, from your perspective, will qualify for the Champions League next year? I think Arsenal. Tell me what. Tell me what you believe first, and then give me your, what you want from your heart. <laughs> I, 
what I think from my head and from my heart. Yeah. You from your head first and then from your heart. From my head first, Arsenal, City, United, Liverpool. From my heart, right. Arsenal, City, I mean, because I think those two are conclusions. United, I think, is going to be there because I don't see two of Liverpool, Spurs and Newcastle beat us. United and from my heart, I, I I really want us to have three Champions League spots next year. I don't. I want Liverpool to suffer. I want Spurs to suffer. I want Newcastle fans to shut up. I, my honest opinion, from the heart, I want Arsenal, City, United. That's it. <laughs> that's it. I, I don't want to see okay, you. that's fair enough. That's from the heart. That's what I like to hear. That's more like you. Yeah, you only want three places. From my my choices are the same as yours for the, for the from from my head, from the heart. I actually part of me would I'd like to see Liverpool not qualify because I still think there's a chance they might not. But and I like to see we're not going to qualify. We're not playing anything like good enough. But I like part of me has a, a romantic view about Newcastle qualifying from the heart. You know, I guess I'd like to see it. I remember Asprella was playing for them and they beat Real Madrid 3-0 and he scored a hat-trick. I thought, man, I've always had a soft spot for me. I've always had a soft spot for Newcastle. Mm. You know, so um, they played some great football in the old days. When shit, when Shearer was there, Les Ferdinand, I mean, you know, Ginola, they were like everybody's second best favourite team. They played some incredible football. So for me, that that's what I would like. But uh, I think it. I don't think it necessarily be a good good for them in terms of their projections. But anyway. So anyway, so what time is the game? The game's going to start. What time soon? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Right. So really, we should be wrapping up to give yourself some time to try and get yourself sorted for that, then, shouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, it's all right. Okay. I've still got a load of time, so we'll be good. We'll be good. Okay, I've got a, I've got I've got a few things I've got to do anyway. So, um, but what I was going to say to you, I'd listen next time. I'd like to do. Uh, let's talk about the NBA, man. I, I'm very oh, keen. I have some stuff to talk about the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to talk about that, and also look could also talk about we. I was going to talk about the NFL because I was very interested in getting your because you know I talked to you beforehand about the New York Giants. And had the two the situations with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. We're interested to get your views on that and what's going on with Lamar Jackson. Mm, I'd yeah. be interested to have, sit down and have a have a chat about that because there's some things I I find very interesting in that whole scenario about what's going on and uh, talk about a few things about in the NFL. So can I can I love you and leave you at this juncture? Yeah, yeah no problem. And and then let's catch you up. And talk about the NBA and maybe talk about better the NFL as well. Yeah, and get, and have some conversations on that. Yeah, All right, back to your cooking. All right, back to my yeah. cooking. Yeah, <laughs> back to Alex as well. All right, you take care, man.